Gopher fans, it's Phil Mackey here with a question for you business owners specifically. Have you ever had an insurance claim that left you feeling like you got sacked in the end zone? When something bad happens to the company you built with your blood, sweat, and tears, you don't want to be left sitting on the sidelines waiting to get back in the game. You want your insurance team to be ready with a game plan that helps you recover smoothly so you can get on with running your business. Your local federated representative is ready to create a custom playbook of specialty insurance products and risk management strategies for you. Federated Insurance. It's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Welcome in to another edition of the Score North Gophers Show. I would be Ross Brendel at Brendel Ross on Twitter. Manny Hill at Manny Hill 84 joins me and you wonder why is Manny Hill here? <laughs> why is Ross here maybe a little bit earlier in the week? Well, it is PJ Fleck contract extension week in which the coach has gone one and oh. I stole that joke from a couple of other people on Twitter, <laughs> but you get where we're going there? Yeah. One and oh in contract Extension week, P.J. Flack picking up a little bit of money, and we'll get there in just moments. But I do need to let you know, if you are listening to this edition of the Gophers Show, or really any one of our shows or podcasts here on the Score North Podcast Network, please, if you're listening via Apple, Spotify, however you're doing so, please tell a friend, like us, share us, however you want to do that. And if you can... Please give us a review. We greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. And I'll steal a Phil Mackey joke from when he joined me last week on the Score North Gophers show. We'd also appreciate some five-star recruits as well. <laughs> Very well played. <laughs> PJ Flex chances at getting those may have improved. He is just a little bit more rich than he already was, Manny, picking up a new contract, a mm-hmm. seven-year contract extension. It goes without saying, if you're going to agree to a contract extension for seven more years, you must like it here. Heather and I love Minnesota. It's got to start with, first of all, you got to be really happy where you live, right? Because you can can do two things. You can make a living or you can make a life. And most coaches go somewhere and they just live there. They're making a living because they're always looking for their next job or perhaps it's not a right, it's not a great fit, right? Or they don't like the place they live and they sacrifice that just based on the job. At the University of Minnesota, it's a, it's a complete package uh, for Heather and I. Uh, we love the Twin Cities area. We love Minnesota. We're Midwestern people. Uh, we've absolutely loved how the community uh, op- or, or welcomes us with open arms. And so it always starts with your lifestyle as a coach. And I think some people maybe overlook that, um, but we didn't want to overlook that at all. That was really important to us. Manny, that was P.J. Fleck meeting the media today at his regularly scheduled press conference to preview the Penn State game. Yeah. I think people knew something was up when he was, I believe, he ended up being 20, 25 minutes late. Also, last night, our own Judd Zolgad reported, I think, through the Star Tribune and other sources that P.J. Fleck was close to a contract extension. Well, it turns out that that contract extension was imminent. I mentioned seven years, Manny. I'll give you some of the particulars. You're looking at roughly $4.6 million is what the coach will make on average. That'll begin next year. There is a $10 million buyout if he leaves early. That expires December 31st of next year. So it is possible, 2020. You you look at that and you say, okay, that means he's probably here for two more years. Yeah. Although if you really think about it, 
it means at least one more year because it is possible if somebody came calling, he could wait till January 1st of 2021. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we need to talk about that. This is a great day for the University of Minnesota football program just alone to put to bed any rumors that he may be going somewhere in the immediate future. Yeah, I I find it very, very hard to believe that he is going to be coaching somewhere else in 2020 beyond this season. I I just find, I think this, if, if anything, this contract, these reworked contract, contract extension, however we want to call it, if this shows anything, I, I think it, it almost puts any speculation of him moving on to another school, like a Florida state, like a you know a USC if that job becomes open we know the Florida State job is open um, but there's been rumors about Clay Helton's future at USC and and things like that you know they got a, they've got a, a new AD in place now how is that going to work out lots of speculation there but I, I think that this puts that to bed at least for this year now next year that could become a conversation again depending on how this team you know finishes this year and how they get off to a good start if they get off to a good start again next year then those conversations might pop up again but i think for now beyond this anything beyond this season right now i don't think there's any concern of pj fleck moving on after after this season i think manny if you're a golden gopher football fan follower of college football in general i think you just know that this is kind of what comes with the territory when you have a good football coach. Mm-hmm. These rumors pop up with coaches that are winning at a very high level. Yep. Nick Saban popped up a few years ago, potentially leaving Alabama to go to, to, go to Texas. To go to Texas. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. happens. Jimbo Fisher's name kept popping up, and I was naive. I said, "Why would he leave Florida State to go to Texas A&M?" And then he did. And then he did. And then you start hearing more about some of the issues that may be happening at Florida State. And again, here they are, just two short years later, less than that. Year looking, and a half later. Yep, looking for a head coach. But if you're the University of Minnesota, maybe just how about this? You're a U of M fan. Buckle up. Get used to this. Yep. This same thing's going to happen again next year. Yep. And if he stays beyond next year, it's going to happen the following year. And I'm telling you, that's a good thing. Yes. 100%. You, sh- <laughs> you should want a coach that other programs look to and say, boy, we want that guy. How can we get that guy? It's going to be a little tough in the immediate future because not many universities can pay $10 million to go grab a coach mm-hmm. and then give him a yearly salary of probably, what, it would take at least $5 million at that point. Right. So to your point, put it to bed, it's done. But for this year. For this year. Yeah. And again, I don't want to be called out as being negative. I think this is a good thing. This, yes. is, this is what you should expect, especially if let's project out to this time next year. Let's say they're not even 8 now. Maybe they're 6-2, and 7-1. and one. Mm-hmm. You don't think his name's not going to come up? Absolutely will. And if they're 6-2, and 7-1, and 8-0, two full seasons from now in 2021, you don't think his name's going to come up? This is big-time college football. This is yeah. athletics. This is going to happen every year in which he has more than likely a better than 500 record at Minnesota because, again, Newsflash, over the course of the last 50 years, there isn't a ton of consistent winning here. It's not Mm -hmm. that there hasn't been good seasons. Glenn Mason had plenty of them. Jerry Kill had some of them. 
But we're still waiting on that Rose Bowl that PJ talks about and that national championship. And yep. I'm not saying he hasn't been here long enough for me to evaluate him and, and rip on him for not getting to those places. But what I'm saying is, again, to digress, good problem to have. But mm-hmm. if you think this new seven-year contract extension means anything five years from now, it doesn't. No, no. More than likely two, three years from now, if he stays, he's going to have another contract extension. Well, what what kind of contract, I'd, I'd have to look it up, but what kind of contract did Willie Taggart get from Florida State? And they fired him a year and a half into it. I mean, these contracts are, I, I think... I, I think you have to look at every situation on a case-by-case basis, certainly. But in the grand scheme of things, these contracts don't really mean a whole lot. I mean, it's. I think in this particular case with PJ, this means that they have settled in to being with this program and committing to this program, certainly for the rest of this season and into next year. Now, again, like we talked about, how things go next year, you might see PJ's name pop up in rumors again next year. And we don't even know what schools or what programs are going to be looking for a new football coach. I certainly didn't think a year ago at this time, I certainly didn't think Florida State was going to be looking for a new head coach again. They had just hired Willie Taggart. So, I mean, it you know, it, it doesn't – I think it means that PJ – the likelihood of PJ leaving after this season is – very, very, very low. I don't. I don't think it's a zero. I don't think it's a zero percent chance, but I think it's a very, very, very slim chance that he leaves after this season. Yeah, but it, next year, I think all bets are off. It's not greater than one or two percent, right? right. It, it's a very small percentage, and we should point out, Manny. In fairness to PJ, I feel like out of the gate, it seems like maybe we've been a little too doom and gloom. Like the contract extension doesn't mean anything. I mean, I will say. I'll follow that up and say, to me, it doesn't mean a ton other than he's here next year. Right. But to his credit, I mean, he basically came out and said today he wants to be here for a while. He wants to be the Barry Alvarez. He wants to be the Kirk Ferentz. Great. Mm -hmm. I hope that's true, and I hope they continue to win. He also, when he was at Western Michigan, said he was trying to emulate Boise State. Mm -hmm. And then he was there for about another year and a half. Yep. But that's, again, that's fine. That's, and, that's and totally again, fine. He he mentioned on Mackie and Joe with Rami earlier this week, he wants to be the best version of himself he possibly can be. He may decide two years from now, seven years from now. Seven years from now would be awesome mm-hmm. because if he's still here seven years from now, that means you've probably won at a fairly high level and he's at a very nice run. But he might decide at some point the best version of myself maybe needs to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I've always been fine with that because I've always said, look, if that happens and somebody seeks him out, that means he's done a good job here and he's left you in a better situation. I'm just so happy that right now that time is not this year. Yeah. It would have stunk if they finished this season off 10 and 2, 11 and 1, go to a really nice bowl game, and then he's not even there to coach it because you have an interim <laughs> coach and he's gone. And I want to applaud Mark Coyle for that. I mean, go back three years. Mark Coyle took a chance on P.J. Fleck when other universities had a chance to and chose not to, mm-hmm. right? He took a chance. He identified his guy, said that this was the guy for the program. And so far, there were initial setbacks. Obviously, they were. The first year wasn't a ton of fun. Heck, last year till about halfway through the season wasn't a ton of fun. Yeah, there were question marks last year. We got halfway through the season, and the defense was not performing well, and there were question marks about where this program was headed, and then they made the change in coordinators, and things completely turned around. And it's been 
no pun intended, it's been mostly all roses. Yeah. Has it been then. elite? Not, not not quite not quite all roses, but close to it. Well, and I know, Manny, I've already seen this going through. You just do hashtag gophers and look at some of the people that I follow. I've already seen plenty of, well, nice job of his agent to get this deal done before they play Penn State and get run by Penn State. One, there you don't you don't know that. Secondly, if they got run by Penn State and lost thirty seven to three, I got news for you. This contract extension was probably gonna happen. Not probably. It was going to happen. Yes. It's got nothing to do with, oh, well, his agent must have must have known with Penn State coming up, got to get this deal done. That had nothing to do with it. Mark Coyle even mentioned today that it had been in the works for a few weeks, and obviously yep. we knew last night, at least by reporting in town, that it seemed to be uh, getting, getting fairly close. Uh, long-term, Manny, again, to rehash the point, I, I think you – I don't know how you can't be happy with this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what there's there can't be anybody who goes, "Oh boy, 7 years. What are what are we doing here?" It whatever. After yeah. after a year or two the 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 current contracts pretty much irrelevant anyways because they'll there'll be another one. All to me all this guarantees is on a 7-year deal he might actually go one or two more years before there's another extension cuz remember prior to this extension, Manny, he basically had a rollover extension every year. He received this is now the third straight year he's received one mm-hmm. to basically give him, I think, five full years beyond the year that he had just finished. Yeah. So you're looking at next year, unless things go incredibly well and it ends in a college football playoff appearance next year. <laughs> heck, maybe it'll even end in a college football playoff appearance this year. <laughs> there's probably not going to be another extension next year. No, probably not. And I, I think more than anything, I think what a lot of fans have to have to think about in this whole situation and and I understand like the angst and the wondering like you know the 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 wanting him to stay and not wanting to talk about the the possibility of him leaving and moving on you do have to to your point earlier you do have to sort of sit back and just enjoy this a little bit and you you have to realize what all of this sort of represents for the program and where the program is at right now. The program's in a really, really good spot right now. The program's in a great spot right now, even if they finish they what if they finish nine and three? Mm-hmm. They win one of the final four. More than likely that one of the final fours against Northwestern. Would anybody be disappointed with nine and three? I, I think you'd be a little bit disappointed just considering because, the start. Yes, because the start and expectations change throughout the year. But I've said on previous Gopher shows, I'd be a fraud if they finished the year nine and three and I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they'd be better than seven and five or eight and four. Yeah. So I, I'd be a fraud in that regard. L- listen, I was really concerned watching them play in the non-conference against you know Georgia Southern and uh, you know Fred the Fresno State win was a, was a nice win, but you know South Dakota State comes in watching those games and seeing them sort of have to grind their way to those wins early on. I thought, okay, I going into this year, I thought they could win about eight or nine games. Now maybe they might only win about seven because they're not looking overly impressive in these non-conference games. But Ross, they have really turned things around. And again, they're going to be really tested these next four weeks, starting this week against Penn State. But I, you know, I think what we've seen from them in the in the Big Ten conference schedule so far in these first five games makes me believe that this program's in a good spot, that there is talent here, and that PJ's done a really nice job so far of recruiting, 
building this roster, molding this roster, establishing a system in place offensively and defensively. I mean, I, I, I think this program's in a really, really, really good spot now. I'm waiting for it, Manny. My guy, James Murphy, I know he's going to call me out because as it looked like the Gophers were going to fall at home to Georgia Southern, or at the mm-hmm. very least, it might have been early enough in the game where it was an absolute just battle and a grind. Yep. I tweeted something along the lines, if you think this is anywhere close to a nine-win football team, that's <laughs> that's on you. And I think Murph either texted me or he retweeted me. Of course, Murph, one of the co-hosts here on the Score North Gopher show, he said something like... Did he old takes expose you? Did, <laughs> no, he, did, he, did no, he add them he, to the... He hasn't yet because they're they're only at win number eight, but he basically said, saving this tweet. <laughs> and, of course, I replied, and as I've said all year long, even when I made my 7-5, and 8-4 and four prediction, I'll be incredibly happy if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, I always said uh, we knew there was more talent here than probably winning seven or eight games. But I, I wasn't convinced. I thought they were too young. I thought we'd see more inconsistencies. Maybe we still will, but hopefully we won't. Again, if you want my official early prediction, which I reserve the right to change, Manny, mm-hmm. previous Gopher show in this thread, I give my prediction. Should I just spoil it? Do you want to know? Go for it. Yeah. What I said for Penn State? Uh-huh. It kind of ruins the tease of listening to the show, but it shouldn't because you can hear Phil Mackey and Pete Nigerian and I guess myself in one Gopher show pod. You think PJ's energized? Oh, yeah. Listen to just listen to us. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I have the Gophers winning, which is odd for me because I think Penn State's probably the better football team. But Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking along the lines of if you ever want to announce your presence to the college football world that you've shown up, this is a good way to do it, right? And and you're at home, you get that advantage. I don't know. Neither well, neither here nor there, I guess. This is mainly on PJ Flight contract extension. Yeah. But the fact that I'm sitting here today telling you Minnesota's 8 no, they're taking on Penn State, two teams in the top 15, I guess top 13 and top 5. Is Penn, yeah, Penn State's 5. Yep, right at number 5. How awesome's that? And that's yeah. why PJ Flight... He was already a rich man. That's why today he's more of a rich man. Yeah, I mean, this contract extension, however we want to label it or view it. It's it's, validation of the job he's done. Yes, yes. It's very much deserved. It's validation. I think that's a perfect way of putting it, how you put it. I think, you know, going into this, he was, what, the 11th highest paid coach in the Big Ten? Yes. Out of 14 teams? And and reports that I'm seeing from multiple people say that this puts him – Back in the top half of the Big Ten. $4.6 million is nothing to sneeze at. I, I will point out, as we talked about a few weeks back just in passing, and I brought it up on a previous Gopher show, mm-hmm. Jeff Brom this year is making well, north of $6 million. That's, that's, that's my and thing. I'm not saying that PJ should be making that money and that the U should have backed up the truck to make that happen. PJ is obviously happy with this because he signed it. Mm-hmm. And this is not to rail on Jeff Brom, but it's just fascinating how much money Jeff Brom's making this year, and I'm not even anti-Jeff Brom. I when when the Gophers were in the market for a head coach, I thought Jeff Brom would have been a nice hire for them. Mm-hmm. That's just that's a lot of money for the University of Purdue. Well, they got hired the same year, right? Correct. They both their 2017 was their first year. Yep, that is correct. And uh, Jeff Brom right now, PJ Fleck is 20 and 13 in two and a half or two and three. You know, two and a half season, let's just say. It's it's been more than a half a season this year, but you get what I'm saying. PJ Fleck is twenty and thirteen. Two and a half seasons. 
with Minnesota. Jeff Brown's probably now slightly below 500. 16 and 19. 16 and 19. Okay. Yeah. So um, we're not and, talking about a drastic difference. I think sometimes, not to be mean, sometimes I think Gopher fans really want to make it seem like Jeff Brown's won five games in three years there, which he hasn't. <laughs> right. But it is a pretty significant difference, at least at this point. And mainly, and it, and in fairness to Jeff Brom, it's mainly the the difference between the two guys as far as success is mainly this year. I mean, PJ's eight and zero this year. Jeff Brom, Purdue's not having a very good year. They've had some injuries and everything. They're three and six, two and four in the Big Ten. But you compare the first two years with these guys, it's virtually identical. Jeff Brom seven and six, and then six and seven. Jeff Brom has actually been to two bowl games. PJ's only been to one. Now, certainly, he's going to one this year because they've well, already. Well, that's that's, that's going to even that's, out. That's yeah, that's obviously already evened out. But yeah, I mean, the, when you look at up up to this year, two guys that were hired at the same time, virtually, the resumes were about the same at at both uh, at both places. So r- right around five hundred, PJ went five and seven in his first year. And he turned around and, and went uh, seven and six and won the won the Quick Lane Bowl last year. So it's it's been about the same. I I think more than anything, Ross, I just think it kind of speaks to how much money Jeff Brom is actually making at Purdue. Was it just seems a bit? You told me this like a few weeks ago how much money he was making. I was like, wow, really? Well, I think the USA Today tweeted something out, and I don't know if it's every year. He might have had some weird built-in incentives that were owed to him for being there after maybe two full years. But sure. the USA Today sent out some tweet about the top. 10 highest paid coaches in college football this year. And I actually misread it at first. I thought Jeff Brom was the only one in there from the big 10. Well, of course, Jim Harbaugh's in there. I think he's third this year, third or fourth, but Jeff Brom was sixth or seventh. And that, that floored me. Yeah. Cause it's, I look, I I will say this good for Purdue to try and identify somebody that they like and, and try and pay to keep them. It just, for what's happening at Purdue this year and what's happening at Minnesota, Knowing both PJ Fleck and Jeff Brown were hired at the same time, well, it just stuck out stuck out to me as odd. Well, weren't there rumors about Jeff Brown leaving Purdue for yeah. Louisville? Yeah, right, like right away. Too? He he basically the ink was barely dry in his contract in West yeah. Lafayette, and they were linking him to Louisville. Manny, as we start to wind down mm-hmm. the PJ Fleck contract extension edition of the Score North Gopher Show, important to point out. One thing I've always liked about PJ, and a lot of a lot of coaches do this. It's not just exclusive to PJ, but he goes he goes out of out of his way, especially in wins. In losses, he puts most of the blame on himself. Mm-hmm. In wins, he goes out of his way. Obviously, talk about the players, but always mentioning his assistants and his coordinators. This new deal allows for north of a million dollars a year in increases for his staff. And that's that's, big. that's incredibly important because some of these guys are going to get opportunities and chances to leave. And to be able to have that flexibility to pay them a little bit more is also big for the program. It's it's not going to be much longer before people come knocking for a Kirk Chiraca or as I like to yeah. as I like to call him Mr. Rossi because he's got a great last name. <laughs> but Joe Rossi, Kirk Shiraka, other guys, they might get head coaching opportunities yeah. at some point, and some of the assistants might get coordinating opportunities. So it's nice to have that money to maybe entice them to stay. And if they do leave, it's nice to have that money to go find adequate replacements. Absolutely. I mean, we've we've been talking and speculating on what PJ is going to do. Is PJ going to stay? Is he going to take the Florida State job if they offer it to him and all that stuff? But 
let's I mean, let's say PJ does stick around for a few more years. There's no guarantee that all of his assistants are gonna want to stick around. You know, and that's and that that's also a sign of where the program is at. If your coordinators, if your assistant coaches are being plucked to go to other schools, albeit probably smaller schools or, you know, non power five schools or that are that are looking for, you know, a young upstart head coach or something like that, whatever the situation hey, may be. PJ Fleck was a lower level assistant at one point. They all are. Yep. And when that's happening, even if PJ is staying, that is also a really good sign for your program because that means that he's built and put together a, a nice foundation and a nice coaching tree that, you know, can spread their wings and go out to other places. And that also is a sign of a of a of a program headed in the right direction. All right, Manny, let's close with this. Again, Manny Hill joining me. I never even like fully introduced what you do That's here. Okay. We we made it almost to the end and all I said was who you are. Never said what we, you do. When who we, we are. do whenever we do these, it's always it always I'm is kind of like that because we've known each other for so I'm long so that ex- we're just so used to just turning on the mics and just talking. I'm so excited to see you. I forget about I have no situational awareness. I'm like Kirk Cousins in the pocket. Sorry, I, I had to. I had to. And I still believe in Kirk. Go Vikings. Three years from now, Manny, we're having this same, similar conversation. It's mm-hmm. November 5th of 2022. I think P.J. Fleck is still the head football coach at the University of Minnesota. I'll give you my answer. I'll let you ponder. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to give you a percentage. Okay. I say 62%. That he's still here? That he's still here. The 38% accounts for college football is weird. He may not ever win another game at the University of Minnesota and he gets fired. (laughs) Or three years from now, 10 years too late. Well, it probably wouldn't be 10 years too late. Five years too late, Notre Dame realizes that Brian Kelly is not the head coach for their university. And they make a move. And maybe that's something that interests PJ. Or... Well, how many more years do we think Jim bought himself by beating Notre Dame? He probably bought himself at least another year. I do think there's other jobs that he would leave for. He wants to win national championships. He wants to be the best college coach in the country. By the way, you can call me crazy if you want. You can win a football national championship at the University of Minnesota. It's going to take a fair amount of time. It's It's going to take a really long time. It's probably going to take another decade. Yeah. (laughs) Well, think about how long it took. Think about how long Dabo Dabo Sweeney, it took him a decade plus at Clemson to win a national. When when did he first get to Clemson? That was, what, 2006 or 7 maybe? Remember Something like that? And he won the title in 2016? Remember how tough it was for Dabo that we had had a term for it. It was Clemsoning. Yep. Right? They'd they'd always do something weird or they would puke all over themselves in a and big game. And he hates when, everybody, when anybody brings <laughs> that up, too. I remember him flipping out on a reporter when they brought up the word Clemsoning, and he just went on, like, this two-minute tirade of, like, don't even – I don't even want to talk about that word. I'm going to go with 62% three years from now he's here. I'll, I'll let you uh, give me a percentage, and then you – um, or then we'll get out of here. I will say I think it's about – a 50-50%. I think it's right down the middle that he's here versus not being here. And I'm mainly because I think that he is going to continue to have success here. Now, I tend to think they're going to end up with 10 wins this year, at least 10 wins. I think they're going to win at least two more games this year. Rather, it's one and three down the stretch here, and then you win the bowl game or vice versa or something like that, whatever. They're going to get to double-digit wins this year. 
They may not get to double-digit wins every single year for the next three or four years, but I think as long as he continues to win at least eight or nine games at this program, when we have not seen that consistently with this program in certainly since you and I have been alive, um, I think when that continues to happen, and I do believe that will continue to happen, I think eventually somebody's going to come along and uh, and give P.J. an opportunity at a, at a bigger, more high-profile program. However, again, I'll close in, in fairness to P.J., Kurt Ferentz had plenty of chances to leave and didn't. Barry That's Alvarez true. had plenty of chances to leave and didn't. It's possible P.J. is here yeah. for quite some time. One thing we do know, he will almost all assuredly be the head coach in whatever bowl game this year the Gophers go to. Yeah. And he will also be the head coach when they take the field to start the 2020 season. And very quickly as we as we exit here, Ross, I 100% believe that when he says he and his wife, Heather, love it here in Minnesota, I think that is absolutely 100% genuine. Nobody in the history of Minnesota has ever come here and not liked it here. I'm I'm making that up because I because I love it here. I'm I'm one of the crazy ones. But, but. I I do think PJ is very genuine when he says it. Now that doesn't mean that he envisions himself being here for the next 15 years. He could end up moving on after next year or something like that. But I think when he says that he likes it here, I think he's actually genuine and and 100 percent true on that. Well, he likes it enough to lock himself in on another seven year contract. Manny, this was well, I shouldn't say another contract. A seven-year contract extension. Manny, this was a ton of fun. Thanks for coming in for the emergency pod. PJ Fleck, contract extension, Score North Gopher Show. Always a pleasure, Manny Hill from Raised by Wolves. Boy, pretty much 15 other responsibilities and shows here, Twin Show, uh, Racing on Baseball is returning uh, next week with me and Pat and uh, Derek Wetmore joining the fray as well. I'm glad you said it because I, I couldn't fit it all in nice job manny (laughs) we'll talk again soon this is the score north gophers show make sure to rate us and give us a five-star review if you would that would be awesome